You, you guys sound like this. You guys sound like this. I think I heard the word Swedish at one point. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Folks, it is once again that time, that time to talk about television, because it's, as you know, the podcast dedicated to covering the first and last episode of every single television show in existence. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me, as always, oh man, there's so many options to choose from in this specific program. This is a great, this is a great answer for me and, and curious listeners as to whether Ian writes down these intros before or just comes up with them on the spot while he's doing this. I already wrote down. I took a, I took a guess at what Ian was going to say for Steven. Well, so the truth is sometimes there'll be a moment where I'm like, Oh, it's so much like I have to write this one down. The, your infirmaries are caused by diarrhea and whatever, (laughs) you know, like that one. I was like, gotta, gotta, gotta lock that one away. And sometimes I'm like, well, They'll expect this, so I have to do something else. And sometimes it is just on the spot uh, because I. The problem is you can't be like Travis. He's eyeing a Popeyes from an extremely fancy restaurant. Travis Marmon, still in the tank. It's Stephen Downton. (laughs) He thinks he's still in the tank. I really want. (laughs) That's what I would have gone with for me. Okay, hold on. Well, now that I can't use those ones, Uh, I'm Ian Benson. Joining me. As always, he's enjoying tea. He's enjoying tea in the tea room. It's Travis Marmon. Why do y'all keep saying tea room? The T stands for Travis, of course. In this case, <laughs> any room Travis is in is in the tea is the tea room. <laughs> they are all the tea rooms. Uh, and he he's standing in the corner with a plate of cookies, a knife, and a bandana. <laughs> it's Stephen Dowden. Uh, that. I've not liked a character as much as Darius in a very long time. I really thought you were going to say he's been macro dosing all day. <laughs> I, I, I loved th- I, that moment. I don't remember like the last time I really like just laughed alone at a television <laughs> program, like watching that brief series of events of the like macro dosing, the chugging the vodka, and then the stealing the, the cop's gun. Kid. <laughs> I was killing the cop's gun, hitting the kid, and then this running is your away fault. saying, I'm sorry, <laughs> and then it's all your fault. <laughs> like, it was so good. I can't remember, I can't remember what happened. I was, I was having a conversation and half paying attention to Atlanta at one point and, like, paying enough attention that something made me laugh out loud while the other person in the room was not watching the show. <laughs> Well, which is a, which is a uh, real funny. my father move to do while you're talking to him he starts laughing at the TV show that's <laughs> on the screen like but I was talking to you. what the fuck have you asked your dad about the King of Queens Renaissance that's happening because of the meme it just feels like a, a my father a doesn't know anything show. about memes yeah but I mean have you but he uh, but King of Queens feels like a thing that was on in your house Correct. growing up problem so you just got to be like. Dad, are you aware that King of Queens is now an inexplicably popular meme? And also, all memes have lost... Uh, they've, I've lost the thread on them. Yeah, they we've, lost, they we've lost the thread years ago. Speaking of memes, 
my ap- approximately once every six months, my housemate Dan uh, tells me that his kids won't stop talking about Ohio. He does it like <laughs> for, and I was like, "Is it the memes?" He's like, "It's always memes." <laughs> Again, this really reinforces my ironclad belief that it is the most American state. Yeah, well, you know what the else is an American state? Georgia. True. Welcome to Georgia Month. Also, uh, Ian, I'm hoping you pick something from the Republic of Georgia for next week. <laughs> no, uh, to fit the theme. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that would be so good. I am. I am. I hate to break it to you. I didn't even realize I, I was uh, on theme there. I I have de- I have really destroyed that. Mm. I uh, don't think that uh, it's a it's a land where I'm going to get many television options. Anyways, you could have picked a. You could have broken from your international thing and picked... I will tell you... Uh, no, I'm not breaking for that, but I will tell you, little behind-the-scenes uh, stuff, had a really great pick, was excited to cover, and then some stuff started happening in the world, and I took that Israeli TV show idea <laughs> oh, and threw it right damn, in the garbage. Or in-treatment episode or <laughs> whatever. What was the show? Uh, it was going to be the show that, um, uh, that inspired um, Homeland. Okay. Uh, yeah, we don't need to do that. Homeland? Is that what that one was called? Uh, if it's what you were thinking of, yeah. Like, if it's the Showtime series about... Yeah, now saying it out loud, I was like, that's not yes. name. But I, it is. Atlanta, the FX television program created by Donald Glover that follows uh, college dropout and music manager Ern Marks, played by Glover, as he manages his uh, cousin, Paperboy, uh, along with uh, Lakeith Stanfield is Darius. Uh, Ern's, uh, or Ern and Alfred, uh, sorry, Alfred. They're going by the first name here on the second one? Okay, I guess, yeah. Ern and Alfred's eccentric friend and Zazie Veets as Van Ern's on and off again girlfriend. Am I saying her name right? I've is never been clear it if it's Zazie or Zazie or even Zazie. I usually say Zazie. I feel like it's Zazie. Zazie Downs. And the her metro, re- right, Beats spelled like that is her real last name, too, which is. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really cool. She's so cool. <laughs> her last name, yeah, her her Christian name is Zazie that's, Beats with a Z. That's so weird because you'd think she'd be like hanging out with like Right Brain and like uh, Miles the Creator, you know. <laughs> I hate potentially this. This Earl, is a bad potentially bit. Earl T-shirt. <laughs> Earl T-shirt. <laughs> Earl T-shirt. <laughs> I love, I love when I you tell me it's a bad bit and then I say something that makes you laugh, even if the laughter is like pained. It's the it's the <laughs> fuck you sort of laughter, like you dumb piece of shit, dumb piece of shit, Earl T-shirt, fuck you. Uh, I don't know. I just think I just think it's weird that Haji Beats is a rap name and Zazi Beats is a human person's name. I can't believe you led with right brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should. That's not. That even was a, the thing. I was like. The first time you said that, I was like, does he mean left brain? Well, the thing is, the that thing, what is, trying the to thing say? is, like, it's not even like Haji and Zazi are like opposites. So that was a bad joke. Well, what I should have said is Merle sweatshirt. Like, that's the actual <laughs> joke is Merle sweatshirt. I love when you make a joke and they're like, now let's, let's break it down. Like you draw, you pull out the pen. And it should have been, yeah. yeah you got, you you're know, doing the yellow Ky- highlighting on it Kyler, where you're like, here's where. Kyler, the creator, you know, these are the actual jokes. Yeah. Here's where here's where the joke broke down, you know. Boom. 
You got it. You see what 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 right there done with, with the Earl T shirt. <laughs> Hit the seam here, but instead it works out. But Tony <laughs> Robo like interrupting <laughs> Steven's joke because he's halfway through it to say, "Here's what the punchline's going to be." You can see he's setting up right here. It's one of the. It's like, still it's do like that? one of those yes. plays. It's like one of those plays where the center throws it over the quarterback's head and he like picks it up and like somehow like dodges three tacklers and then they get like four yards on the play and you're like, man. Ooh, four yards! Like, like at the end of the day, <laughs> that play should have been so much worse. It wasn't a bad play, but it wasn't a good play. So Atlanta uh, premiered on uh, September sixth, twenty sixteen, and ran until November tenth, twenty twenty two, and covered forty one episodes over four seasons, which is a really weird number because for some reason the second season has eleven episodes, which is very uncharacteristic on television. It aired on FX. Uh, there's a cute little anecdote about um, Donald Glover telling, uh, figuring out how to get the the show made, and telling um, is it John Landgraf? Is that the FX head? That sounds right. John Landgraf. Uh, Landgraf. So very close. Yeah, John Landgraf. Um, he like to- like the the story that uh, Donald Glover says is that he pitched it to be a way more upbeat, funny, silly show like just a classic comedy sort of thing like that. And then uh, stealthily made it a way darker thing and more existential and dreamlike and thought provoking. But John Landgraf basically has pushed back on that being like, I knew exactly what I was ordering when I signed up for the television program. I think the truth Uh, is in the middle there because it's really hard to say you knew exactly your ordering with the places that this show went. I um, would say but. yes, later seasons, but I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna err a little bit on Landgraf's side just because uh, he's he for as much as I like to uh, mock executives and producers uh, in television and meddling with things like that. Uh, Landgraf Landgraf has earned the benefit of the doubt because FX a uh, good as hell still pretty solid yeah. track. Well, record. and also the first season of Atlanta is not as weird as it got later. Like I was shocked at how grounded this first episode is. Like besides the guy on the bus. It was pretty I mean, normal. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty slice of lifey. Even this finale, like, yes, he has those dream sequences, but it doesn't really break. Like, this isn't. No. You see this kind of shit in sitcoms. Like, it's not. I didn't feel like I this finale was well, crazy out there either. Travis and is speaking. The finale with, what, but Travis is. Go ahead. Speaking with knowledge. That I know. Goes no, no, from I know. I know. I'm just, I'm just commenting so. on the fact that I think yeah, we yeah. missed it. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying I think we kind of missed it in this because the, the finale the finale, the finale yeah. suggests that this is happening in a dream, whereas the rest of the show just operates on dream logic without that ever being right. a thing. Right. And this was a show that you know the thing when it first came out, the thing that they, that was always the the pitch to other people was, oh, it's Twin Peaks with rappers, which is also not true, but is not a thing at that all. Probably it's, inspired it. It's an insane pitch because I feel like at some point. Twin Peaks has become a synonym for weird mm-hmm. and dreamlike. And people forget that there was a murder investigation that forms the backbone of the television Correct. program Twin Peaks. Which is why like, it was extremely popular <laughs> in its day. Yeah. They're just like, Twin Peaks is the day-to-day town people of Twin Peaks. Uh, and forget that there was uh, another thing going on with it. But Yeah, but number one... Like season one is ten episodes, season two is fucking twenty two or something horrible, and like Laura 
Palmer's murder gets solved in like episode four of season two. So a lot of the show actually is just kind of the day to day fucking life of of people in the town of Twin Peaks, uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, so I so I so I think it is kind of fair to say that that is what the show is to some degree. Um, I used to get when I was watching. I think it was when I was watching season three. Um, oh, a uh, quick point of order. You watched the whole show, Travis? I've seen all of Atlanta, yeah. Yeah, and I watched the first two seasons. And I and watched... Steven? Oh, yeah, I watched the first season. So, the third season um, is the one where they go to Europe, but also every other episode is basically a short film about race relations that has none of the main characters in it. And both both sets of episodes are can get pretty strange. And I was constantly getting... Because I'd watched this on YouTube TV... Um, after recording it from FX and I would just keep getting the suggested video and I'd open YouTube that was why is Atlanta feel so weird and it was just a guy in front next to a big bubble text just says magical realism oh, which fucking is one of those things where I'm like I guess not everyone you know went to liberal arts college and got an English degree like I did so that is probably informative for like a high schooler watching Atlanta you know or just like the the layman but it's still weird to be like a video that's like, doesn't Atlanta feel kind of weird? Is <laughs> really funny to me, dude. I mean, the YouTube critic brain thing. Like, I will watch random, you know, sort of things on YouTube that I think are good, and then that will break my algorithm. So there was one time I was suggested a video that was called "Horrible: The Truth of the Shutter Island," <laughs> which <laughs> has stayed with me. <laughs> Is it just the plot of Shutter? Is it just telling you about the last ten minutes? Yeah, I was gonna be like, is that is that is the truth? The end of the movie? But I, then again, like, you know, the algorithm has made it so that if I try to Google anything about a movie pretty quickly, I get ending explained suggested. Yeah, even when it's the most bare bones, basic sort of film. I watched High Noon. I was googling something about it, and it just gets High Noon ending explained, and I wanted to be like, he he leaves town. <laughs> Right there. He's disappointed with the other. <laughs> this is what happened. It's therefore, but, if you spend the whole time, if you spend half of a movie looking at your phone the whole time and then you just miss stuff, I guess that might make sense. But that was just, I love the idea of someone watching Atlanta, looking at their phone and then looking up and being like, why is this show so weird? And Googling it and then watching uh, a YouTube video in the in a different tab. They just are listening only to the audio as they are going through Instagram. Yeah. It's so cool that everything is now the second screen. Yep. But not on FX. Nope. FX demands your attention with yes. their programming. Yeah, I mean, this, The Strain, Nip Tuck. I do think dirt. that show demands your attention. Uh, 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 the Trust, the, the miniseries about the Getty kidnapping that came out the same year as that movie about it. All the Money in the World. Uh, American Horror Story season like 57. That's an impressively high number of them. Yeah. Listen, they can't all be winners. Some of them have to, you know, they they, they do loss leaders like everywhere, supposedly. Well, yeah. In theory. Uh, right. I mean, FX but. also produced my second favorite show that we have covered on this program. So, Justified? No, The Americans. But Justified, yeah, also yeah. cool. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Um, so, quality network. Steven, why did you pick Atlanta? 
Um, well, uh, if I'm being totally honest, which, you know, I love to do because it makes the world more rich, I think. Uh, I didn't uh, remember that it was my week to pick, and I very quickly looked up a list of interesting shows that had ended recently and was like, oh, Atlanta! That's why I picked it. Thanks, everybody. A good enough reason, yeah. Um, I, looked, yeah, I, saw, I saw it and I was like, okay, I remember really liking this show. It's been a minute since I picked a show that, like... I really think I'll like watching. I'm not really afraid of quote unquote ruining the show by watching the finale because this is a show I think I probably will watch. Especially this one, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, like, am I gonna ruin? What am I gonna ruin? Like, what? this finale could have been any random, right? It could have been any episode, also. Yeah. Besides Which are the, the best maybe types concept of finales. that, unless it's like. I suppose it throwing the idea that maybe the whole series was a dream, which I don't. I don't care. Really buy as canon. Yeah. I guess it works. Is it the finale? But it mostly can it's or just can't like, be. I don't care. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter. Also, it's like, not real anyway. Also, like, he, <laughs> so it yeah. he makes he makes a face. He makes a face. Like you know, in my mind, his face was that Judge Judy was fucking not thick, because I think that probably made him happy too because yeah. he was like oh my god i've been trapped in this world so yeah you don't know but it doesn't matter yeah no travis travis though hits it completely out of or hits it right on the head well the it's not real it doesn't matter either way which is always <laughs> the thing when someone's like what if it was all a dream i'm like then the show is every bit as real as it was prior to that right what if this was in the tommy <laughs> westfall universe doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter dude uh, if can donald you it? glover Probably had like zoomed out to a kid playing with a snow globe because oh, like God. that would feel like something Donald Glover would do because he he is like kind of like a media lore guy in some ways. I mean as a rapper he was so referential of like weird you know not weird. Yeah, he did he did directly name check the other television show you considered for this uh week before we shot it down in one episode because uh, he doesn't he have a song even called Freaks and Geeks? I'm sure that he does, but I, to be honest, everything that happened before Awaken My Love, Awaken My Love is unbearable. Unbearable. I cannot say for certain that I've ever heard a Childish Gambino song. You have heard Redbone, Travis. There's just no way you haven't heard Redbone. It's in Get Out, I'm pretty sure. You've ha- you've I've heard, heard him do guest verses on stuff, but you've, I don't... You, yeah, you simply instance. have heard Redbone... Like, I just wouldn't believe that you hadn't. Yeah, we love a multi-hyphenate. Um, and uh, now he's hard at work on, let's check it, the Lando Calrissian television series. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> I bet he's oh. going to stand in front of some green screens in a different room than the other people that people <laughs> you're really, supposed to care about on the show. People were really pushing to cast him as that in, like, what, the fucking 7, 8, and He nine, played or? him in Solo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he actually doing it. You might be thinking it's of like okay you push for him to play that. Spider-Man <laughs> and then you appeared in Spider-Man Homecoming as Aaron Davis and then appeared as that universe's Aaron Davis in one in a cameo in Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse. I have seen yep. Oh right. I have seen a Solo and I thought that movie was so meh that I think my brain just said don't need to, you don't need it. You don't need any of those it's memories. It's totally fine and completely forgettable and workmanlike quality <laughs> it's it is not egregious enough in any way to be hated it is a deeply cynical thing but um it is mostly utterly forgettable um but i do like the little alien guy played by john favreau and i like woody harrelson because it's woody harrelson 
that's cool. I never saw that movie. Donald Glover. Yeah, do we want to get into uh, his his whole thing? His Donald Glover this? is obnoxiously talented. Uh, he was hired at 23 by Tina Fey to be a writer on on 30 Rock. This was after uh, he had uh, been a successful member of the Derek Comedy Troupe at New York University, uh, where he had had early videos that I saw probably on like I whatever that did. would have been. I don't know YouTube, maybe not even YouTube. Yeah, Derek, might be Derek before Comedy it. had some pretty decent sketches. Why is yeah, it called out to, that? Um, that's always bothered me. I was like, that's the shittiest name. It's because their name, because the number, the members were Dominic Dirks, DC Pearson, and Donald Glover, and they were like, we got three D's. What if we picked a fourth D as the name of the group? So they okay. decided on Derek. That's kind of cute. Got it. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, Shouts out to DC Pearson. He rocks also. Do you remember Wrist Control? No. Uh, which one is that? That was probably my favorite of theirs. Um, it was like, I'm going to teach you how to do self-defense. Oh, my God. I actually remember the fucking riff. Uh, and then he's like, here's what you do. You get wrist control, and then you pull out your gun. Total control. Um, it's a fun one. Opposite day, in which the office changes Fridays from casual Friday to opposite day, likely in response to the boss's wife's infidelity. infidelity. I don't remember this one. <laughs> I remember, man, he really Mm -hmm. gave it to him. I remember uh, something about Daughters. Daughters was one of the big ones. Is that the one where there's like the guy from the future or something like that? Yes. 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 I don't like the feel of condoms being the button on that joke or on that one. No, they did. No, is that something else? No, no, no. I'm saying I agree with you. Were they the? the, I think they were the ones who did Blowjob Girl too. Ah, I have seen that. Which (laughs) is not. Which is Ellie Kemper. And mm-hmm. like not a funny sketch, like. Um, I don't think that is related <laughs> to them. Is I'm checking not? that now, but yes, I did know it was Ellie Kemper, and that yeah. is one of those things where I'm like, that was big I in our that's like, weird in our apartment when we were sophomores in college. Yeah, um, Ellie Kemper, the most uh, attractive human being on the planet. Um, other than adding like, this to the list of that's people, a bold has would, said you, would you say too? that she's like uh, like an Aryan queen, perhaps, or whatever the fuck was going on with her? Wait, what? Do you that, not remember uh, that when it was revealed was that Did the Ellie Nazis Kemper get really into Ellie Kemper? Or no, well, no, well, yes, but in well. St. Louis, when she was like <laughs> a teenager, like, like Missouri has this like debutante ball culture thing, and yeah. she was like, that like has its origins in some like weird clan shit or whatever, and she was like declared like, she was given some title that was like not as bad as like princess of the white race, but was like basically <laughs> that. <laughs> and so she was briefly canceled, but she was like, I didn't control this. Like, this was a thing that happened when I was 19, but I'm not, not about okay. that. Yeah. Uh, Derek comedy was blowjob girl. I apologize on that one. That's it was what them. I fucking make it I real thought, dry for I you. thought it had to do. That's what I, I thought it had to do thought. with upright citizens brigade. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um. I saw Ellie Kemper perform at a Del Close marathon. Uh, and, uh, while her improv from a technical perspective wasn't like uh, the best improv I've ever seen, I did get to watch her make her faces on a stage and man oh Sounds man. Delightful. Was that Those are pretty it. good. She I thought you were about to say I saw her perform Blowjob Girl live and I was like, I'm I don't what? think that's a sketch that really really benefits from the, from that. But setting. it sounds extremely like we a Dell close two thirty in the morning type of that's thing. That's fair. Oh my god, that's fair. We all had uh VR helmets on, you know. Uh <laughs> 
um, to watch they did, that they, they did like yeah 4D feeling of her making it really dry for you. <laughs> yep, that's it. So much teeth. <laughs> Donald Glover. So he goes. So so he goes. He goes. Derek, Thirty Rock, stand up career, Community, Childish Gambino. His, this basically. I mean, a lot of those things are happening parallel yeah. to each other. It is. It is kind of wild that it's just like yeah. He is twenty three years old and he is writing on 30 rock and then he's like i'm gonna leave writing on 30 rock and people are like you're crazy and he's like i'm gonna be the star of this television show and they're like great idea and he's like i'm leaving the show and they're like you're not gonna get any bigger and he's like i'm writing and producing my own show are you talking about like, community yeah uh yeah well and, and then leaving community. community to be on yeah. atlanta well, i was saying the show like, is that the show you're talking about That's oh yeah 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 because that was 2009 to 2014 and then he uh, works on Atlanta, and then uh, you know, in between, uh, he starts having a series of successful film roles. Can you tell me what's the highest-grossing film that Donald Glover is the star of? That he's the star of? Yeah, uh, I believe it is one of the highest-grossing films of all time. It's got to be animated. Movie. It's right? not a movie I've seen. Yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't think of a movie he's it ever been the, the star of. It is the seventh highest-grossing film of all time. Avatar. Seventh. No. <laughs> Way of the Water. It's not I, Solo, I, which I we just talked it. about. Is it like... No, Solo is, is a like, box office bomb. Is it like fucking Paw Patrol or something? What are you doing nope. here? Yeah, Trolls it's a movie World that, Tour or something it like is that. A, it is a... You have, you have kind of seen this movie. You have seen every part of this movie. You've seen every... It's Madagascar? You've No, no, no. You've seen... They just <laughs> oh, redid it. They remade it. But it's exactly the same. But they cut some oh, good stuff. Oh, he's Oh, he's in Lion is he in the King. Lion King. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he is Simba yeah, in the Lion King. Simba. I actually did know that. I actually did know that. Um, and I thought it would get those oh, sorts of brother. reactions, which is why I brought it up. Sorry, I thought you were yeah, referencing yeah, the yeah, fact so. that I watched Madagascar on Shuffle. You, I have also <laughs> seen Madagascar on Shuffle, yes. I am aware that this is the thing that has happened. Uh, where are you at with Donald Glover these days? I don't know. One Everyone. time, One time I watched a... 40 it was like a 20 to 40 minute like surreal short that donald glover made about being at a party and like teeth dreams and i just thought it was one of the most boring things i ever watched i just remembered i have seen the this is america video and thus have heard a childish gambino song that song that that song exists that was a discourse yeah it's very much a thing to look back on in time it's not a bad song but it's just not it exists. <laughs> I think what's cool about uh, uh, Donald Glover is that he is in the uh, cool position where he can kind of do whatever he wants and it's allowed to be boring, which is the greatest luxury an artist can have. To be honest, I think he's a, obviously a fucking generational talent. Like, he's incredible. He he has let fame get to him, but not, not in a Kanye way, but in like a... Yeah, like what you said. Like he'll just make stuff and be like, "This might be shit, but I'm me, so I'm gonna make it." And like that's honestly fine. Like everybody does that when they get to be as famous as him. Yeah, he's um he's working on supposedly he's working on a Mr. and Mrs. Smith uh, television reboot. Uh, it was going to be him and Phoebe Waller Bridge. What? <gasps> what? That's a yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Because apparently they hit it off during um. Do you think they fucked? Solo or whatever. What? Do you think they fucked? I, I don't want to. It's a key, a key part of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, of the appeal. <laughs> uh, but instead, uh, she had to drop out so that she could go back to making good things. And so instead, Maya Erksine 
will be in it. Who's which that? Also great. I love her. She was in Pen Fifteen. Silence. Uh, she was in the uh, the um, what is that rom com that I really like? Plus One. Okay. Um, where are we at with Brian Tyree looks Henry? Like somebody I would hang out with. Another uh, generational heard, talent. Yeah, I was like, I've heard he's like good in movies, but I don't think I've actually seen him not in Atlanta. I know he got an Oscar. Well, you saw is he Spider Man into the Spider Verse? Oh, what name did you just right. say? Brian Tyree, Brian Tyree Henry. Henry. Is he Paperboy? Paperboy. Yeah. Is he's Paperboy. He, he's the got the great sad in, eyes. In the Spider Verse. Yes. He yes. Is. Um, Travis, have you not seen Widows? I've not seen Widows. You I haven't seen that movie Widows. he got an Oscar for last year that was only on streaming that nobody saw, which I'm Causeway? Yeah. Um, Lakeith Stanfield is someone I'm very high on and have seen oh, a bunch wait. of shit. Wait, Travis, but also there's another movie I know for a fact you saw, and he had that great podcast oh, on that. Oh, Bullet Train? No. He's in that. Train? I saw Bullet Train on an airplane. That movie sucked. Um, yeah, that movie is so fucking... That's ooh. the most Reddit-ass movie It looks I've like a Final Fantasy cutscene. Like, it's so glossy. No, uh, he's in Godzilla vs. Kong. Is he? He's the guy with the podcast. I don't the remember any humans in Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> <That's Sorry>. awesome. <laughs> but he's the guy with the podcast. The podcast that's ruining your brain. The greatest line in film history. <laughs> but yeah, Brian Tyree Henry is one of those guys where I'm just like, yeah, he's like, he's he's got a... He went to the Yale School of Drama yeah. like, to get his Master's of Fine Art. He's tremendously talented. He's in Kenneth Lonergan plays. Well, and I just love whenever he's in It's just like that guy's eyes are doing so much work. Um, and he's going to be playing Megatron in the animated film Transformers 1. <laughs> I hate, I hate, I hate this. I hate this so much. Let him Why get, is this the world we let live him in? Get is Lucky Stanfield going to be gambling or the, something? Let him get the bag. He needs to get the bag. All get the bag. It's all that happens. It's always one. It, the idea was originally one for you, one for me, and now it's one for them, one for them, one for them, one for them, one for them. It's not, it's not, what, to Donald, get one for it's not what Donald Glover's doing. He's working on a Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboot and a, La- and a Lando Calrissian television show. Yeah, but Atlanta exists. <laughs> Existed. It's done. Uh, it's Lake over. Keith, it's like Lakeith Stanfield had done a good job avoiding being in any really stupid shit for a long time, and then he was in this year's uh, Haunted Mansion. I had that thought where I was <laughs> like, well, I haven't seen Lakeith Stanfield in a minute. What's he been in? You know, and then I was like, oh, he's in Haunted Mansion? Oh, he's one of the guys in that? Maybe maybe I'll watch it. Uh, maybe I'll get drunk. Is he first build in this? Good for him. What Donald Glover's eyes were doing. Uh, yeah, good for him. In the scene with the with the like radio DJ guy, well, every time he said the N word, <laughs> had big fucking uh, parasite energy when your man's mm-hmm. dri- driving the guy around <laughs> and just mm-hmm. like the little micro expressions in the eyes. Like I was like, ah, oh, this is good stuff. I love this. One of my favorite recurring thing. things on the show, or a thing I always thought about watching the show, was like what the casting calls were like for. Um, well many well meaning racist white person of which oh, there are many, God. many, many like one scene, like very off puttingly racist, but not in the in a traditional way, uh white folks throw up. That's way more that's, that's way the more, first one. It's way more entertaining to see the that guy than it is to see a, a racist. You know, like a racist who's gonna be like to see your stereotypical guy you'd see elsewhere in Georgia. That's just right. Who's gonna like throw things at them because they're black or something? But like this, this 
kind of this kind of nuanced, obnoxious, trying to do right racist guy. I always really like seeing them on screen, like that that part. And I think I wonder if, and I, I'd I'd love to ask a black person about this. I wonder if that is cathartic or absolutely like horrifying. I'm sure it just depends on the person. But like, I'd really yeah. like. There's a chance that if I were black, I was I'd be looking at that guy being like, I don't want to see this. I have to deal with this. I don't want to see this shit. Donald, don't put this man on my TV. When uh, when he asks the uh, the janitor prince <laughs> if, if, if if he ever uses the N word around him, and he's like, No, I'd, I'd you know break my foot off on him or whatever he says. Particularly, I was like, Oh, that's that's good. I, right. I, the I whole especially thing is that he has like, no respect for Earn. Yeah, I especially or no, fe- really, no fear of him. Yeah, I especially really like that because it's kind of a call out of Donald Glover to himself about how he's. I love. He's I a little love bit shitty, like, dude. Ernest. Yeah, he's a little bit. He's unintimidating. He definitely is like uh, Donald Glover's so interesting because he's really. I feel like there would. I actually, I actually keep having thoughts and being like, I just don't have the fucking. This is just not my place to say these things. Yeah. yeah, it's just not my place to say these things. He's a guy who has a lot of appeal with white people. Yeah, and that is also a big really part of the I'm character of Earn as well. Yes. And like that, yes. you know kind that, of exists yes. between two worlds. Yes. Did you know that in high school? Exactly he what I was, was getting at, Travis. You fucking crushed it. Uh, he was voted most likely to write for The Simpsons. Wow. I mean, yeah. Study wrote for a show funny. that's way funnier than <laughs> The Simpsons has been in a long time. What uh, what Atlanta joke just randomly sticks in your brain? Uh, anyone who has one answer. For me, it's anytime I'm at some convenience store or something like that, and I'm buying an Arizona iced tea, I think at the, but the can says a dollar or 99 the price cents. Is on yeah. the, the price is on the can, price though. The price is on the price can. On the like, can. that one pops into my head all the time. I don't have, an, I don't have the, an example because uh, it's been a minute. The transracial guy practicing ordering an IPA. Yeah. I don't think of specific jokes all that much. I think of moments like the invisible car. Um, <laughs> wow. Yankee Steven white IPA. Yankee white. That uh, racism against white people doesn't exist except in the case of that beer. Oh, Yankee uh, white IPA. It's actually, what did that just call? What did that beer can just call me? It's pretty good. It's, it's like one of the better beers in Ireland. Should we talk about the first episode's plot? We should, because uh, the other thing that I want to say that distinguishes Atlanta... Um, oh, we forgot to ask where everyone is with Zazie Beats. I'm sorry. I, we did everyone else. Uh, she's... Oh, like what she's doing or my thoughts on her? You can just... Are we talking about her appearance or... Right. I was yeah, saying, I think she's one of the most attractive people alive. Like, insane, just completely... Insanely hot. I don't know. Anytime I don't, she's I don't on really screen, have just like... Interesting to say about it. But she's not <laughs> in many good things. Uh, and she's also, also in Bullet Train. Also is barely on this fucking show to be honest like especially in the later seasons she's just like barely present she is top tier person i would like to see be in something better than what she has been in <laughs> than being like the deadpool movies and joker <laughs> and yeah oh man I, i'm so excited for her in joker uh what's the sequel called again it's got uh a fuck what is it called uh folia do oh uh, fucking <laughs> blow me folia do <laughs> i hate that shit Fuck that. Oh my god. Is that Todd real? Phillips? Yeah, you are is. going to the Hague. I've seen I think this I've seen I've seen multiple episodes of TV show called that. Like I feel I think there's an there's an X there's an X-Files episode called that. There's There I should would, be a third episode called or third movie called Tabula Rasa. I was about to say. <laughs> I'm uh. so sure that there's an X-Files episode called Folly Do. 
Did you hear that Lady Gaga made him call her Lee the whole time on set? Like Harley. What? It's so uh, cool that method acting has infected the brains of people. Um, wait, wait, wait. Is, Har- is Lady Gaga Lady playing, playing Harley Quinn? Lady Gaga is playing Harley Quinn. Did you yeah. also know that it's a musical, Steven? <laughs> That's the part where I'm like, well, there might be something here. <laughs> is it still fucking walking? That we should be stationing yeah. police outside of Joker 2, not because of what they thought it was going to be for the first one, where there was going to be like an incel uprising, but because everyone sees these, this movie should be in prison. I'm going to see it. watch it. It's got it. Brendan Gleeson and gotta, Catherine Keener. I've got to watch the movie, Travis. I'm sorry. Yeah, I will yeah. watch it. I might not pay to watch <sighs> it in a theater, but I'm going to watch it. I saw the first Joker on an airplane. That's the right place to, to see Joker, I think. This is what I I just see movies. This is what I, I do. I know you just see movies. And sometimes you're like, I've watched too many good movies lately. I got a palate cleanse. Something bad. <laughs> that, is, that is extremely where I'm at right now. <laughs> I was like, Couldn't be damn, me. I got to watch something bad. I was about to put on Man with a Movie Camera. Is there and a, be like, I can't, I can't a, do this. Is there a Transformers movie available? <laughs> No, I'm gonna watch. Just I might watch. Should I? Should I see the beasts rise tonight after I do this podcast? What's that? Because I haven't witnessed what the rise that? of the beasts. What's that? That's the new Transformers. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so there is one. Okay, I was yes. joking, but that's real. Great. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen, we talked about this previously when I asked you if I should watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies or Transformers movies, and I mentioned they both had new ones. And then I saw the new tri- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, was and it, it good? was good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I saw the I saw the pi- pilot. I saw the trailer, and my brain went, mm, "That looks good." Like. <laughs> I think that looks yeah. somebody. Who's, it's like somebody who made it is good. Who made it? Somebody who made it is good. Seth Rogen was a big part of the process. Um, don't love him, but wow. I don't hate him either. Oh, um, so the secret sauce on Atlanta. This isn't a secret at all. It's a very key part about it. Is a person who we've yet to actually talk about, which is Hiro Murai, who is mm-hmm. the director of many he's of the, the episodes. He's the first name that pops up in the credits in every episode. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. The he's visual himself. language of this show is very much his. The person whose feature film I most anticipate. He's got none announced. He's never made one. I He has made truly tremendous television all throughout because he did. You know, he's done directing on Atlanta, directing on Legion, directing on Barry, directing oh. on Station Eleven. He did the pilot of I Station was Eleven. Say my which answer is, to who I'm waiting for is Bill Hader, but yeah, both of them have done. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, that's huh. I can see. I can the, see the. I can see the Legion link. Yeah, the pilot of Station Eleven is one of the finest episodes of television in recent memory. And he he sets also the whole visual tone there. And it's very much the, like, someone give him $50 million to make something. But his only feature is the... uh, Should I watch Station uh, Eleven? Donald Glover and Rihanna American musical thing, uh, Guava Island. That was, like, Amazon. It was, like, an hour-long Amazon thing. It's not really, like, a feature. It's kind of like a short, I guess. Okay, plot. We still have not gotten to plot. What's going on in Atlanta? We're getting introduced to... I mean, we start with like sort of this cold open of... The Big Bang. The Meteor Res uh, thing. Oh, we watched The Big Bang for this? The Big Bang Theory? Um, yeah. yeah so, Bazinga is um, Paperboy's catchphrase. Bazinga. Uh, yeah, so uh, the show opens with this... Yeah, it opens in Meteor Res and then cuts back, which is normally not a thing I am wildly in love with. It's the... I'm fine with in media res, but the like, here's how we got here. Is, like, also, another thing that's rolling. not really the vibe of Atlanta as a TV show yeah. overall. Um, I, but I also, you could make I the argument. I can't like it. I can't like it. Oh, well, and they do it well here because you can also make the argument based on the dreamlike logic of this television program that we actually don't get to here's how we got here because Darius starts talking about, wait a minute, this has all happened before. 
Yeah. Uh, which you can have very interesting readings on then because of that that sort of uh, asynchronous appearance of it all. But yeah, the, it opens with uh, uh, Paperboy and uh, getting his car damaged. They, they kick the, the window down uh, and he, he goes to confront him before Urn steps in uh, while Darius is like, oh, this is all deja vu. And then uh, both, you know, there's three guns pointed at each other across in, in this thing, a real, you know, standoff. And then there's a siren. I believe it's a siren or a flash or something like that. And we cut back to earlier in the day where we get, uh, you know, what Ern's life is like. Uh, he is a homeless Princeton dropout. You know, we we then, uh, it starts with him in bed with with his with not, yeah, I was going to say not girlfriend. Mother of his child that they co-parent and they kind of have an on and off relationship over the course of the show, but it's usually off, as I recall. I remember an episode where they go and have like a date night mm-hmm. um, when Ern has like no money and then winds up at the end of the, like the episode ends with him calling the bank being like, I'd like to report a credit card stolen. <laughs> uh, like I just remember that's that. Very, that's very funny. The end of the episode after that and that might also be the one where like he buy he doesn't trade his cell phone for cash he trades it for a samurai sword and then he and darius embark on a a fetch quest basically to get money that ends with them like giving a dog to a dog breeder uh and then having to come back later for the money or maybe and there are so many atlanta episodes where it's like they kind of do this thing and then this weird thing occurs where it's this pair of characters do strange thing that is sort of if there is a, a formula to Atlanta that is probably the most common one but yeah he's homeless he has a baby daughter and is trying to and he works at at the airport uh, at Hartsfield Jackson the most the busiest airport in the US where he's like what are they doing they're trying to sell other flights to people no they're signing up people for credit cards signing people for credit cards yeah, and uh, the guy he works with shows him a video of um, of a new Paperboy single, and Donald Glover's like, wait a minute, that's my cousin. And the guy's like, oh, she's thick as hell. Is that weird for you? And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> the guy rapping is my cousin. <laughs> and that guy seems to be really hung up on the idea that it's not Paperboy as his cousin, it's just one of the women dancing. Yeah. Um, it does, we yeah. probably should mention the context of like what this, when the show took place is when the Atlanta rap explosion was really cresting, I think. Yeah. And dudes were just coming up and getting signed constantly out of there. The, there's a part where he uh, says the things that stand against Paperboy. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I've heard so many Atlanta rappers that you're were, older, you're not selling sex. Yeah. He's like, I'm selling sex. And I was like, yeah, but Iron Tyree Henry is selling sex. Let's not be, come on. I was thinking of that, and it was reminding me the other day when I was talking with uh, Beep, uh, and she was like, did you know that Gucci Mane has a series of Christmas mixtapes? And I was like, yeah, East Atlanta Santa. <laughs> like, immediate. You were like, how dare you assume I don't know that? <laughs> just- I, I was just, like, fully taken back when I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up on Gucci. Come on. One of the greatest nicknames of all time, East Atlanta Santa. So anyway, so Ern, he... Goes to his parents first. I totally forgot that his dad is played by Isaiah Whitlock, who as I you know, think is an Aust- It was Clay Davis in, uh, in, yeah. He appears in the finale. Yeah, best, he takes, best known um, for spending years saying he takes, shit um, on the wire. 
I, there's like a shot of him. I was yeah. ch- I was checking this. Yeah, um, because in the wire because in the wire finale they had like a montage. I think. Yeah, so a bunch of people at least got like a scene, and Clay Davis is very much a mainstay of that show, even though he's never a main character. Oh, you know what? No, I'm wrong. Sorry, he appears only in the fina- in the, the penultimate episode is where he's followed Ooh, up. Okay, on, so, so Isaiah Whitlock, yeah. not an all star, not an all star uh, still. I think this has come up before. So uh, yeah, with someone else who was only in one of the the earlier Wire episodes. Uh, but yeah, he he is there and uh, does not allow his son in to his house because he can't uh, afford it. It's a good bit, good yeah, dad bit. Yeah, because Ern is uh, uh, bad news, a real leech, uh, is how everyone treats They'd him. They call now. him a scrounger in this country. Hmm. He is a broke boy. So then he, you know, after learning about Darius's rap career, he's like, "What if I managed? I should I should hang out with my cousin and and convince him to let me manage him." Uh, so we get their first interaction that we get to see on TV, on screen. Results for introduction to Darius, where you have Alfred answering the door with a gun, and then being like, "Fine, come in." And then Darius with the knife, the bandana, and a, and a plate of tray of cookies. Yeah, iconic introduction. Completely settles the guy immediately. Literally, You're like, yeah, like uh-huh. teachable as far as a character introduction. I mean, like, one yes, of, this will one be the breakout character breaks. of the show. With the breakout, I'd say breakout actor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's one of the two people who's been nominated for Best Academy right. Award. Right. Him and, and Brian Henry have both been doing good work since it, then, but, but I think Lakeith Stanfield has got a little more, has been a few better things and has more cultural, like has been bigger things. Like yeah, Get yeah, Out yeah. Was, was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, Sorry to Bother You even was among a certain subset of the culture. Yeah, yeah. I really, I, I really, I don't, I don't I really know. liked the movie. Um, I don't know if you could call that as big. Um, Wait I, a I minute. Say, you know. Darius is the fucking lead in... Sorry to bother you. He was also in Uncut Gems. I always forget that he was in that. What was he in Knives Out? He's one of the detectives. Uh, he's, it's a much smaller role in that. Okay. Uh, he's the one who's like, the great Benoit Blanc is here. Like, he's the first person okay. who reacts in the way where you're like, oh, okay. this guy's famous? Who's in BoJack? Um, probably like Keith Stanfield, actually, weirdly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally fair. He voiced Guy? What are you talking about? He voiced a guy named Guy. I don't remember uh, him being yeah, like he, a yeah, remember character it's, on no, BoJack he, is. So he, the thing is, he doesn't even have a name, and like his character just dies. That's what he's there for. So when he's on the starship with everyone else, he spends the whole time panicking and freaking out because he doesn't even have a name. <laughs> And he's just going to, like, die, and he's just like, I can't believe it. But then he survives to the end, and everyone's excited for him. This is reference to Galaxy Quest and Sam Brockwell. I really thought you were just going to be making fun of how people on BoJack are. And you're going to be like, he has, I don't know, spins wheel of disorders. He voices the the buffalo that dates Diane for a while. Ah, yes. I do remember him. Okay. But, yeah, so uh, uh, Alfred, uh, Paperboy, sees right through. Earn, and it's just like, why would you? Why would I trust you to manage me? You just want money. Everyone here just wants money. I'm gonna blow up. Like, can I even trust you to do this? You don't seem to have your life in any way, shape, or form together. Um, and I do uh, appreciate how good this scene just looks of just them sitting on the couch yeah, outside so smoking good. weed. It's just like I was just, this. Just is well done and yeah. well composed. It looks great. It looks like a nice time, also. It does. Uh, I bet Darius's cookies are good. They're definitely uh, good. I, 
I also just like uh, another great setting of uh, who Darius is is when uh, when Ern is just like, well, it'll set my kids up, it'll set your kids up, it'll set Darius's kids up, and Darius is like, I can't have any kids. He's like, I'm sure you will tell me <laughs> the reason why at an appropriate time, <laughs> and then immediately is like, because my balls got crushed, and he's like, yeah, it's like there's no appropriate right time now. for me to tell you <laughs> when my balls got smashed. Apparently, right now. Apparently, right now. Um, this episode has yeah. the most Donald Glover doing like his classic bits. I feel like of how the show was yeah. too. Him, he, him doing like all his little asides and like commentary on stuff. He really stops doing that for the most part later in the show. Oh, that's interesting. He's very much a straight man in episode one. Like he's very much like the world around me is weird and I'm normal. Like that's kind. I mean, obviously, like he's a fuck up. But like his reaction to the, the 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 white DJ guy, his reaction to Darius, his reaction to his wife going on a date, his wife fuck you know his with his, some corny dude, the mother of his child, yeah, as a corny dude, you know this what is a great say? environment. She's for going you out with some in. corny dude. No, no, that's the <laughs> one. Like, yeah. what, it, what is it? This is a really <laughs> great environment for you to be support, raised in. Yeah, group support everyone. <laughs> mom, yeah, it's so good. Um, is that I Travis? think one of the great things. Yeah, I'm being arrested. Uh, I think one of the great things with the show, in a, in a a uh, wild uh, sort of comparison, in a way, other than uh, white people both love these comedies, uh, it's got the Arrested Development thing where you start it and you're like, well, yes, of course, Ern's a normal person. He's just down on his luck. Things are bad. And then by the end, you're like, he is just as deranged as everyone else in this television mm-hmm. program, um, you know, which is always and tried the right to get way. away and couldn't. Um, yeah. is also a key part of that. He, he was seems going, to be he went to more, Princeton and then he got stuck back in Atlanta. He seems to be a better person by the end. Seems to be at least more adjusted. Um, I mean, they're all better people than the Bluth family, I would say. Well, no, no, I mean, but even compared to where they were at the start of the series. Oh, yeah, and has a better relationship yeah. with everyone. Yeah. Because yeah, the, like, the last episode did have a lot of, like, these people are, are all friends. Yeah, like, there was no tension with that. Like, it wasn't it was like, oh, we want to, we got to do this thing. We all like each other, which is, I feel like, not often how sitcoms actually kind of go. Yeah. Because, like, in certain ones, by the end, you're like, why are you people still friends? Yeah. This, uh, I was just like, it's weird to think of a time when he didn't know Darius. I only remember him, you know. Yeah. Just that core four. I, oh, man. Darius would either be the best person to hang out with or someone I'd be like, I can only take so much Darius today. I, yeah, right. You'd have a moment, you'd have a day where you were like, I don't want to see that guy. But then you'd not see him for a week and you were like, oh my God, he made my life so much richer. What the fuck? Like, God. Now I just am remembering in the season, in season three when they go to Europe, I think it's in the Netherlands that Darius goes to Tupac's funeral. <laughs> like, he learns that, like, Tupac was still alive, but now is finally dying. And it's like, there's like a cult surrounding him or whatever. Like, he, went, he finds sure. a way there because he's like, I felt the thug spirit. Like, <laughs> Jesus, uh, I think the thing also that uh, would uh, probably help though in in this is if I told Darius, I'm sorry, Darius, I just don't have the energy for you today. I feel like Darius wouldn't take it. Poorly. He would completely respect. He'd be like, that. Yeah, yeah, he'd be like, he'd be like that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, he'd tell me. He'd tell me. He, he would ask me if I have gotten in a uh, what did he what did he calling the the sensory, sensory deprivation. deprivation. Oh, he kind of had a float sesh. An acronym? Yeah, yeah. He'd ask me if I had a float sesh. Have I tried that yet? And I'd be like, I can't think of a thing that is more anxious sounding to me than (laughs) a sensory deprivation tank. (laughs) But we will cover that later. But yeah, so. 
so Ern gets the the song played by going to the um, to a radio the, station. The radio station, uh, as we've already talked about that, and uh, you know, Paperboy celebrating hearing the song by having his car parked in front of a convenience store and just hanging out in there, listening uh, to it on the radio. Yeah. Well, and Until- in between this, you know. So, right. Ern has been doing this without telling Alfred that he's getting a song played in the radio. And then this moment, he has a moment where he's on the bus and he oh, yeah. basically hallucinates uh, a slight, an older gentleman giving him life advice. And then suddenly the guy pulls... He doesn't really, doesn't really give him that much life advice. It's more... He, mo- he mostly just listens. And then he pulls out a, so two pieces of bread and starts making a Nutella sandwich. Nutella sandwich, yeah. And then just starts demanding that Earn taste it was that what happened? I don't yeah so the thing is I just want to project I don't think you can I don't yeah eat the fucking sandwich <laughs> let my wife eat the receipt um, I don't think you can call it a hallucination because the narrative in the fiction in the in the reality of the narrative world the Nutella is still on the bus stop and the guy and gets the guy off the stop is, yeah the guy is seen it's not like he looks window. back and he's disappeared you see he looks back and then he looks through the window and he sees the guy walking off the bus oh I missed that the guy even walked off the bus I thought yeah. he was just straight up gone no, 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 he no, is, no. He's, 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 This is definitely a show bus, with ghosts him and, in it. So. Him, and a do- him yeah. and a dog. Him and a dog. What this tells to me bus. is that you are not a bus rider, Travis. Yeah. I was for a long time, but it has been, been a I guess your bus I is really different. a lot of buses, Travis. A lot of buses. This is a pro-bus podcast here. Love the bus. Anyway, after the bus thing, then Ern meets up with Darius at the convenience store parking lot, and then they get the confrontation with a guy who broke his mirror. Yeah. And they wind up going to jail. We get a trope I don't love. The television is on and the convenient news se- uh, segment that the character needs to hear. I don't love that I will admit, I did roll my eyes when it was the like, oh, she and w- now she's just come home and then it's just a like. A important news segments should only be telling you about apocalyptic events beginning to occur. Otherwise, no, don't need them. I don't need you to defend that part of... Um, this is the every zombie movie and every (laughs) the thing is is Shaun of the Dead does it great with them constantly flipping through the television and getting the various things you know breaking news flips channel and then it's uh, Panic by the Smiths is playing so the line (laughs) is there's panic on the streets of London and then flips the channel again like put it to bed after that scene that's a good bit um but yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. Ern and uh, Paperboy are I arrested. I probably don't hate and... it as much as you do, which is weird because I often hate tropes uh, like this. But uh, yeah, it's bad. But yeah, Paperboy and Ern are arrested, and um, when we pick up with them later, they're they're uh, they're totally fine because we. This is the end of the episode, an episode that Donald Glover won the uh, Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. Good stuff. Dang, I didn't yep. realize that. Sometime in the in the next four seasons, uh, they get out of jail if they go to jail. I don't know. <laughs> they I do know go anything. to jail the second the second episode. They're in jail. Yeah, and Paperboy immediately gets bailed out, but Earn doesn't Earn because like, yeah. he's not in the system. Something like that. I think it's not like it's his first time being arrested or something like that. Yeah, Good I remember episode. part. I remember part of that episode, and I'm like, if I watch that part now, would it be? accurate or would it be accidentally transphobic i can't remember uh i just re- i do remember the i remember him having the line of i think sexuality is a spectrum but i don't remember uh, the context or really any there's like, there's a guy there's on. a guy in the lockup and he's got he's waiting for his ex-girlfriend 
and then a trans woman arrives, and then I just don't remember how it's played out for after that is really what it is. But I, it's, So it's one of those where I'm just like, that's in my brain as I think of the next episode. Mm. But that's not what we're here to talk about. That's the, would you watch more Atlanta? Travis and I did, as did Steven. So I think the answer is yes. Yeah. Would you watch I, more I again? Think I think I Well, I think I will, because I had never finished, and I don't really remember the first season. I remember like lemon pepper hot wings. It was so long ago. Lemon too. pepper wet. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot also about that one. Yeah, this uh, show also it just went so long too. Like I think there's three years between this and season two, and then I have this or no right maybe here. it's no, season it's two like two years two. later. There's a very long it's, gap between season two and three, and then three and yeah. four came out both in 2022. First, uh, so first and last uh, season one is September 6th to November November 1st, 2016. November 1st, 26th. Anyways, um, and then uh, season two is March 1st, 2018 to May 10th, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, two year, a uh, year and a half gap. And then uh, season three is March 2022. And then season four starts in September 2022. Now you have the COVID, you know. Uh, That's part, part of it. But yeah, there was, there was definitely an era or a time when people were like, is Atlanta ever coming back? Like, is Don Glover just done? quietly done with the show and then it was like we're doing two seasons and then it's over yeah season <laughs> two weirdly has the subtitle robin, robin season. season yeah uh in there and i remember that being a big marketing thing and then like oh wait it's it yeah, it never coming back michael vick appears as himself in season two Whoa. is it actually michael vick i thought it was like another one of those things where it's like we have no it's, quote unquote it's michael as, vick it's listed as michael vick in the in the cast because yeah Ern tries to win a foot race with michael vick Anyway, yeah, it was all a dream. I used to read uh, Word, Word Up, Up magazine. magazine. Word Up Magazine, huh? Salt and Pepper and Heavy D up in the limousine. I could keep doing this, but I will stop myself now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Travis wasn't enjoying that at all. We start with a classic, the fellas hanging out at Alfred's house, right? Yeah, uh, it's a very lovely house. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're... Uh, Darius really is watching Judge nice. Judy, and um, Ern and Alfred are like, "Hey, are you joining us at the restaurant?" And he is like, "I gotta visit the sensory deprivation tank first And they just stare at him, yeah, <laughs> like they're just like, "Uh huh, yeah." Just the spirit, <laughs> yeah. As he explains all of it, um, uh, and uh, yeah, they're they are going to an, a restaurant, an important new restaurant that is being opened. It's the first black owned black run sushi restaurant in atlanta and uh van's friend is the investor yeah she has some connection to it um we briefly get this lovely scene of the old mcalfred had a farm song Um, (laughs) that's just Ern Ern alfred just riffing on old mcdonald yeah and he fucked your hoe (laughs) i feel like the end was was, you could have done better better yeah that's a yeah, I, I appreciated that. Uh, yeah, it was just a lovely, you know, it's a it's a very great um, life that they show. It's the type of life if I had tons of money, which would just be, I don't know, just sitting around in my friend's house or having friends sit around in my house as we're like, where do we want to eat? Where are we going tonight? Okay. Yeah. You coming? Oh, you're doing a weird side quest first? Okay. So it's like exactly how successful Paperboy is is also somewhat vague. I was looking into that. It seems like he's done all right for himself now. He's yeah. He's like making a living. You know. Yeah, they've gone. He was able to the, the thing, 
Yeah, the the tour of Europe. He was the opener, and then they pick up in the fourth season. I think is what it is. And now he is headlining the tours and stuff like that. So it's yeah. like, okay, that shift. Yeah, I think it was um, end of second season. He's about to go on tour in Europe as an opener, I think, for mm, Clark maybe County. That's what it is. And then season yes. three, he's the headliner on a European tour. That's that's how the yeah. jump is. Um, yeah, and now he's just, uh, you know, he's a guy who's around. He's making a living. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's definitely, like, Travis is probably, in the world of Atlanta where we all still exist, Travis is probably like, Ian, did you check out that new Paperboy album? And I'll be like, I've been meaning to get to it. You've been telling me about it for years. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Um, who is the guy that you actually are always doing that for? Billy Woods was the guy who did that for Billy a long Woods. time. And now everyone is actually listening to Billy Woods. So that makes me happy. I mean, he'll never be big, but also this music is completely antithetical to being <laughs> particularly popular. Um, but well respected. Um, but this is mostly a Darius episode. So... First, we get him going to the drugstore would to pick paper up a prescription. Boy, would Paperboy have a record call as good, uh, as, as well titled as um, We Buy Diabetic Test Strips? <laughs> no, he wouldn't. But also, he doesn't really make the kind of rep that I've liked historically. Uh, although, I do find his eponymous song very catchy. Uh, how how many times in your... How many times do you just as secretly randomly like humming that in your head? I'm actually like, paper boy, life? paper boy. <laughs> yeah. All about that paper boy. That yeah. Feels- <laughs> More than you think. Yeah. It, yeah, it no, does still happen seven years later. It does just pop in sometimes. That feels, yeah, that feels like classic Travis just like putzing around a grocery store or something like that. Mm-hmm. We look over Travis, and do you realize putz? you're singing it. Do you think you putz? Uh, putz a little bit. You uh, putz around? <laughs> I would say Travis has been known to putz. Yeah. Uh, there was also, I, there was the time when I was singing um, Shabaskoy, Shabaskoy, uh, to the same tune. I don't get it. <laughs> Are you aware what a Shabaskoy is, Stephen? It sounds Jewish. Yeah, so on the Sabbath, when observant Jews are not supposed to do like any sort of work at all, um, uh, some have people called Shabaskoys, where a non-Jew that they know they get to do things yeah, for them. Yeah, it's in um, uh, it's in uh, fucking the Big Lebowski that they talk about that. Is there Shabbos going in the Big Lebowski? Yeah, well, no. Yeah. He, ta- he talks about John Goodman talks about how he should have one or something. He doesn't roll on the Shabbos, but I don't remember. He doesn't have a. No, 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 yeah. no, no. But he kind of tries to turn Jeff into his that in a way, or maybe you know, you you're know the first the person sh- to ever call the dude Jeff. In history, <laughs> by the way, like the other is his name, but no one calls him that. That's wild to do. Um, but I was just thinking about my buddy who went to Brandeis, who told me about his friends that um, would use a Korean student as their Shabbos goy to light their joints for them. Um, that the rocks. Weekends. Martin Scorsese was a Shabbos goy, apparently. <laughs> Which I would love like, to hear him give a long interview. Yeah, like what is the? I love to hear him give a long interview as to what what that was like. Do they do favors um, for you? During the rest of the week to make up for it, or like, do they pay you? That's just being a good neighbor, dude. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I do it, but like, make me dinner on Wednesday or something. You know the, what I mean? The main thing, yeah. I mean, the thing with Judaism is it's all about working your way around the rules, uh, and that's just one of many ways to do it. Anyway, that's my relationship with Paperboy's music. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted. I want to fo- briefly just follow up. Okay, I think it's undeniable. Travis Putz's <laughs> what word? What word do we want to describe with Stevens Gate and my gate? I feel like Steven Saunders. I stumble. <laughs> do you lope? <laughs> do you stumble. 
I'm just thinking of okay. uh, a friend of ours from college that we used to describe as a very loose man based on how he walked, and I think it's kind of similar. I'm capable of sauntering, but I also stop. I just remember a period of time where the way you moved, Stephen, was like there was a string tied around your belly button and someone was pulling it. Yeah. A.K.A. Ed running. <laughs> Single D Ed. Terrible show. Yeah, no, it's not good. Crossing it off the list of things to cover, and uh, oh, it's I, not on the list. Right now. We've, we've already covered. To the we've top. already covered terrible shows. It's not. I mean, it's no mind of Mencia. I, was Chris Summer in that? Uh, it's much it was Chris Summer. Was Chris Probably Summer in that show? Because Chris Summer has been in every show. If there's a black female character uh, that's animated, because she is really one of the only black female voice actors of note, and voice acting is such a small world that everyone who gets a foot in um, is in everything. But yeah, and I did, well, I did want to talk about Cree Summer here. Uh, yeah. Also great, and that what we do in the Shadows episode as the cult yoga instructor that's fucking Nandor. What season? Also is an that FX one? series. Four? I don't remember that. Three or four. So that's. Yeah. She's great in it. Um, When's she bad? But yeah, she's at the pharmacy where Jarius is picking up an anxiety medication where he gets his nice little his his moment of saying you have a prescription for uh Eze, like his last name he's nigerian and spelled e-z-e kind of like not like e-z-e the rapper but you know like that that whole thing as the person uh, just stares and he's like you guys texted to let me know that the prescription is yeah, ready can, can you, check you check in the back and yeah and then he has an interaction with with uh, Cree summer as they talk about doing sensory deprivation tanks and she says she used to be into it but she got too deep into it and he's like, well, the secret is thick Judge Judy. And uh, he explains that the way he grounds himself is Judge Judy is always on. If he sees Judge Judy and she's thick as hell, then he knows he's in the dream. And she's like, thick like like breasts, like thighs. And she's like, he's, it doesn't matter what body part. Yeah. Just <laughs> how much thick. better? How much better would, and I think it's a good movie. Don't get, don't get it twisted. How much better would Inception be if DiCaprio frantically was turning on a television <laughs> and flipping to Judge Judy and seeing this if literally she was has the Inception ending, but but better? I think is yeah. how I how I view this episode. It does end like that. That is not wrong. Yeah, but. I had this moment where I was like, "Oh, this is just Inception, huh?" Years of arguing was Judge Judy thick or not? Was Could you Judge imagine? Judy thick? That would be. A, I you know I know uh, this this series pulled some some prominent cameos including a former uh, you know uh, Nolan actor and Neeson but if DiCaprio appeared in just this <laughs> the ultimate uh, television appearance but um, no no they they have a conversation about this and then um, and then Darius was just like you have a beautiful energy thank you for sharing your time with me uh, which is a very much the thing this character would say. <laughs> hmm. I've met people who speak like that, and I'm happy for them. Yeah, but yeah, he has this nice conversation. He says, you have a beautiful spirit. He leaves. He then, he's walking along. He's walking to his, wherever the tank business is. Um, and a woman pulls up next to him, shot in his name. And it's a girl that he knew from back in the day named London. Um, Except it's also unclear how long back in the day is. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? From his wild yeah, younger days that could have been last month. Like, yeah. who knows? So so this girl isn't in the show. I assume she was in, like, season two or something. <sighs> she might have appeared once before, but she may totally be new for this episode. I don't remember. Okay. Either way works. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and they they start to catch up because she's like, you've been ducking me. Like, And he's like, I tried to to call text you. And she's like, you know I change my number every few months. <laughs> you got to <laughs> use email. Uh, she is only in the one episode. Her name is Nate Jones. 
It's spelled like Nate with an accent. Mm. She is from Youngstown, Ohio. Wow. Sante goo. She hollers for him, and he's and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take a ride. And then she offers him a joint, reveals that the bottle of water is actually a bottle of vodka. Macro does it, which is a hilarious thing to say, given that it's alcohol. Like, <laughs> well, the implication there being that if you're drinking a little bit, you're calling it microdosing for alcohol. <laughs> the implication also, uh, well, you know what? Listen, maybe maybe it's not just vodka. Maybe it's the liquid LSD from uh, oh Good Time that she's got. No, I mm-hmm. mean, that's such a thing. People do be making liquid LSD. Yeah, I've seen Good Time. Yeah, but they get pulled over because she has an illegal window tent. Um, uh, and says that it's her mother's car and yeah. the officer is like your mother's driving a murdered out Nissan Altima <laughs> and the, she's like if this wasn't water or if this if this wasn't water would I do this and chugs an entire bo- water bottle full of vodka in front of this officer and then reacts which in would a have totally a normal scent, way but, <laughs> yeah, to- but also reacts in a totally normal way to drinking a lot of water which is going ah <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> Which is definitely what you do in that moment when you've just had a lot of water. Yeah. Um, so he makes her yeah. do a field sobriety test. She like goofs around on it, it, but seems to crush it. And then well, she while Darius watches the, the funniest window. bit. I loved, I, loved the, I loved the way that she walked the line. It was so funny. She does the bit we've all wanted to do our whole lives, which is grabs the cop's gun <laughs> when he's not looking. She fucking, she fucking Manchester by the seas this morning. <laughs> Just takes the cops gun, gets in the car, and is like, "Let's go, let's go!" And they immediately I, hit no, a guy no, no, on a bike. No, you were underselling because he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> like it's a zany thing, yeah. Which it is. It is zany to take so, a cops gun and then try to drive away. So I'm not. It's just get... a wacky, a silly little thing to do sometimes. It's a silly, wacky thing. <laughs> it's just a. She's totally cool playful. and fine. She's uh, whimsical. Um, she's totally innocent until she hits the kid riding the bike. That's where I cross the line. Yeah. It's so funny. Uh, the, and then the runs away going, like, this is your the, fault. The cop, the cop is like, the cop is like, now walk a straight line. Now touch your nose. Now touch your other nose. How many seasons of Homeboys in Outer Space were there? Oh, yeah. That was also because <laughs> she was like, like, act white. Like, act white or whatever. <laughs> she's like, one? <laughs> I was like, what was the random question? The co- and yeah. a cop asks her, how, her many, <laughs> how many seasons of Homeboys in Outer Space there were. That was his way of one. testing her ability to act white. Um and yeah, then she makes a break for it after hitting the bike, the kid of the bike, and she says, the this is kid, your fault. I will one day be hit by a car. This is the reality of biking in an American city. I hope it's just funny, because it is, like, <laughs> there is something, there's the times where it's tragic and someone dies, but when you see someone get hit by a car on a bicycle, and it's well executed, and it's just funny, yeah. it's yeah. really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then Darius like, wakes up, right? This is. I'm the, gonna get hit by. I'm gonna get hit. I'm gonna go as Jigsaw for Halloween. I'm gonna be on my little <laughs> on little tricycle. Just get I, fucking leveled. I think it was partially because I had watched some Atlanta before I left for improv practice, but the fact that my bike got stolen two weeks ago, and then I tried to get on the Lewis, but it there was just this like this like the Lewis is the light rail in Dublin, and there's just like this message that was like. The Lewis is not currently running due to safety concerns. And I was like, okay. So then I like walked back and I waited at the bus and the bus didn't come. And then I walked back to my house and I got on my my housemate's bike that doesn't have any lights on it. So I really shouldn't be riding it at all, especially not no. at night. And also 
is so rickety. It feels like everybody like turned every screw on the thing like two turns to the left. Like it just feels like nothing's quite settled. Like the handlebars might be able to come out, the seat might be able to come out. It kind of feels like at some point it's just going to fall apart under me and I'm going to be like floating in the air holding the handlebars and the saddle because it's a cartoon. <laughs> I would love that. And I was, if you reported back, you're like, guys, the wildest thing happened. My bike <laughs> wily coyote to me. Yeah. And then it just, I was like, I was like, today's the day I'm going to die. I'm going to get hit by a car on this bike because everything is just going so weird today that this is what's going to happen. And it didn't happen. And I'm here talking to you, assuming I'm not asleep or in the tank. I say, or you just woke up in the tank screaming. Uh, yeah. Who knows? You got to wake up, Stephen. Which you gotta probably, wake up. probably does happen at these things. Um, Would you go in a sensory deprivation tank? Yes, uh, because I like to try everything one time. Seems really boring to me, more than anything. You'd hallucinate, Travis. Have you hallucinated? No. Don't have you had my any knowledge. delusions? Some people have, have you had any delusions, Travis? No, but some people have like little hallucinations due to things like sleep deprivation. Like I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying no, to. No, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been in a state. I know that. I don't think I've ever just been in a state. Of where you'd be hallucinating, to my knowledge, Travis, you have to wake up. Well, you're still in the tank. So Travis. yeah, speaking of that, yeah, after Darius wakes up, they're like, "Let's get you some. Let's get you to the tea room." And he's like, "Yes, let's do that." And Darius says, "The tea room. There's these three white ladies. Two of them are middle aged and look weirdly similar, but not related. And one older one. And they keep saying their favorite part <laughs> of coming sushi. here is the tea room." Yeah, and my cat is it's here. It's also sushi's. It's also sushi's favorite part, the tea room. <laughs> yeah, and they keep saying, "I love the tea in the tea room." And when Darius asks, "Why do y'all keep saying tea room?" Uh, they just start cackling. They start <laughs> they cackling. Yeah. This is what it's like to be around really high people when you're stone cold sober. Right. Everyone is really hundred percent just right, laughing insanely at a thing that's not that funny, which leads to I think one of my favorite moments of Dar- of all time with Darius, which is him just <laughs> walking up, woman. grabbing on my shoulders, going, "Wake up!" <laughs> like. And then getting thrown out because he was not having a dream, or so it seems. <laughs> and he just did that to a customer. Yeah, he then visits his brother, who is sick in some capacity. He's sick. It's possi- It feels implied from this scene that his brother is dead. Um, oh, yeah, because like, he wakes up in the tank. Well, yeah, and also just like the way the scene goes, where it's he like, goes meets, meets with his brother. Picture for a while. Talks to pic- pictures as I miss you. The brother like disappears for a while. The brother's making Joel off. The brother doesn't off, say anything after is, that part, right? Right, th- right. And the brother's making Joel off, which is like Darius's comfort food. That's a West African rice dish. There's a whole episode Fucking where he has a whole plot about Joel off. Um, great, great comfort food. And right, he's talking, in the, but the, it has this weird ghostly quality where his brother like goes in the kitchen and then just like is gone. Um, they have this conversation where he's like, "I got to get to the restaurant," and the brother's like. Oh, yeah, totally. You have to go to the restaurant. It's fine. And then he's like, uh, oh, no, I'll stay here. Um, I forget and what the... Go ahead. Well, and then what happens is Judge Judy's on, and he sees yeah. in the great clinical wording of Wikipedia, he notices Judge Judy playing on TV has a larger behind than in reality, his signal that he has a dream. He sees that thick Judge Judy. She's got, like a Nicki, <laughs> she's got like a Nicki Minaj ass. She's walking off... Walking away. One of the funniest shots in the history of the show, I think, is the, the thick Judge Judy. It is. It is something. There actually only was uh, one season of Homeboys in Outer Space. It's weird. She was right. Mm. She, 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 like, is that she a real thing? She didn't get the wrong even, answer. Yeah. 
I thought it was clear from the joke that it was going to be some like underground. It was a UPN show, which makes sense mm. in 1996. And the plot surround. I'm, I'm going to read the the two sentence synopsis here. The plot center on two astronauts, Tiberius Ty Walker and Morris Clay, who flew around the universe in a winged car named the Space Hoopty in the 23rd century. <laughs> the duo's car, which was a cross between a lowrider and 18 wheeler, was piloted by a talking female computer no- named Loquata. Loquatia. Great. Yeah. That's well, it. We'll cover no, that for uh, no, special. No famous people in this in this show that I can see. I don't know if... Uh, how dare you do this to both Kevin Michael Richardson and James Duhon? He was Scotty in Star Trek. Oh, I was like, is that Chris Duhon's dad or something? D- Wait, hold on, hold uh, on, hold 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 on, Ian. I'm holding. If you if you look this up, don't actually, Ian, don't answer. Travis, what do you think uh, James Duhon's character's name is in space in Homeboys in Outer Space? I feel like any answer I can possibly give to this is going to feel very racist based on nope, what you nope, have described. Nope, nope. So so Ian just told you who he was played before. Uh, Who do you play in Star Trek? He was Scotty. Okay. The the beam me up guy, but even though they didn't really say that or whatever. Right. Yes. So it's going to be a play on Scotty of some some kind. James Duhon plays the character Pippin, <laughs> and that's the episode. Um. That's all right. <laughs> okay. You might like and that. Tra- I thought you might getting like back. that. <laughs> so we get back to the other three characters. <laughs> I'm surprised Travis didn't suggest that. Like I thought about it, and yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, so the characters they're going to the sushi restaurant. That's in an old blockbuster video, clearly because you can see the outline of the blockbuster sign over it. But it's in the shopping mall, right across from Popeyes, and Alfred really just wants Popeyes, as any man. Should as any person, by one. Yeah. he doesn't have to just be a man. Anyone with any a sense being. of smell and sense <laughs> of taste. Hard should. disagree. I really like sushi. Sushi is like my favorite food. Yeah, yeah. it's great. But I, I also like Popeyes. I think that yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's just the thing you you're like, like, oh, like, dude. What if you got Popeyes and brought it there, and you're like, it's like my little karage uh, appetizer, and then no, I agree. I like it. They're like, we're gonna go to. We'll go to Popeyes after. We'll go to Popeyes after. I would never. I would never. I'm always really full when I do those things. I'll go to Popeyes. Popeyes is very filling, mostly because it's chili greasy. I'll go to Popeyes tomorrow. It's fine. Well, you're not invited to sushi and Popeyes then, Stephen. You can only come to sushi. Mm. Then you have to go home. Speaking of sushi, I would say she hears you because she's screaming in the background. Yeah. (laughs) I know Uh, you didn't name the cat, but it is funny to me that you have a cat named Sushi. That I have one of those like white people love to name their yes. pets things like mochi or whatever. Yes. <laughs> as it's just so own. not you. I did not name the cat. Yeah, and it's not really Alex's. I mean, she likes the name, but her dream is to have like she loves people names for pets. So like one of her earliest dates, she was like, "I really want to like one day have like a cat named Greg." Does she feel weird that something that, like that, that that her name was my dog's name growing up? Does she? Know I don't that? think she knows that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, my dog's name was Alex <laughs> growing up. Well, that is a weird that is a weird name for a dog. Yep. <laughs> was it short for Alexis cuz then it's really Alexandra. Uh, okay, so it's slightly different. Uh Jesus <laughs> suit. <laughs> the loudest cat the entire world. Yeah, we got to hurry this up. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> just cuz this will be yeah, nightmarish. Um, I love the absolute heat check. Okay, so one, they have the, the chicken skin salad that he describes mm-hmm. as being salty, but not salty enough. As yeah. he longingly looks at the Popeyes, 
I think a great thing in this is that Van is in on it. Like, it's Ern who's the one who's like, come on, guys, be respectful. While Van is like, no, dude, I also want to go to Popeye's. Why do you think I sat yeah. so I couldn't look at it? <laughs> like, that's another relatable part of this is I could just imagine, I feel like I've had the experience of being at a restaurant with Travis, and there is something across the street where he just keeps staring at it. It, yeah, well, this is like what it's like to go to a restaurant with me where there's a mirror. I have to, I, I have to switch seats with hate you. it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it too. I, there are, I love going out to eat with you sometimes, Stephen. But there's, I, I don't, don't want to look at the mirror. There shouldn't be a mirror. But there are Unless some experiences. It's a funny, like distorted one. There are sometimes being in a restaurant with you is my concept of hell. <laughs> so yeah. At the sushi restaurant, they keep getting increasingly weird, bad fusion dishes. Um, <laughs> white hot Hennessy? What was <laughs> yeah, it? Hot white hot Hennessy. White he- Sorry, white hot Hennessy would be scary. Yeah, a hot white Hennessy. Uh, uh, there is the chicken skin salad. Yeah. Um, and then it comes to the point where they are offered fugu. Right, they're offered... Which, well, of course, first there was the, like, can I use your bathroom? And then when, when Alfred comes back, they're like, how was the bathroom? Was, far! Far! <laughs> it was far. It was yeah. It was it was a different restaurant. I mean, a different spot in the plaza. I think is what it was. Yeah. And then he throws the key on the table. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. They're offered fugu and because it, it used to be blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. Fugu, of course, is uh, proper fish that um, is uh, uh, poisonous uh, because of tetra de- uh and uh, it has to be carefully removed to re- uh, p- carefully removed so as to not contaminate the meat uh to have it it is apparently exquisite um but to have it you need a, a trained individual there are licenses in uh tokyo it costs seven to 29 dollars per kilogram that doesn't seem that high um no that seems fine the drummer from um, the, the thrash metal band demolition hammer died from uh badly prepared fugu i wouldn't eat it I would eat it. I would. Yeah. I would eat it. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're like, no, I don't want your poison fish. And we get the this you know sort of centerpiece of the episode almost, where the guy that runs that owns the restaurant, uh, who's the one who trains in Japan, like gives this big lecture. I loved this lecture. I was, this, having, this a great, was, I was having a great time. None of us are really the- qualified to talk, speak on, uh, but about food and. He is correct about sushi. Everything yeah. he's saying is correct. Right, exactly. Every part of that is right. It is supposed to be room temperature. It is prepared with hands. Uh, there is there for a while. There are some classical spots that do not allow women to prepare it because their temp, their hands aren't cold enough, <laughs> or, or too warm, something like that. I was like, I think, I think it's they, the opposite. They didn't have white women in there enough. who love to be like feel how cold my hands are. I think it's the opposite. Yeah. So it's something like that. Um, and the re- and the restaurant he's talking about that's located at the Ginza Stop is, of course, um, uh, I don't know its name, but it's Jiro of Jiro Dreams of Sushi. That. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is also though no longer open to the public. So invoking that is a little silly. Like you have to like go through a luxury hotel to get it. It had its Michelin stars removed because of that, because those have to be technically open to the public, even if the public can't actually get tables. But um, yeah, but he goes in this whole thing where he's like. You know, but if I if a you know brother from from Florida makes it, then it's like this guy's serving us dirty fish, like and like kind of shames them over their unwillingness to try it, and instead 
want Popeyes, like which black is people a, don't trust each other. Right, right. It's this whole thing about how there's no black solidarity, and you all will eat at this restaurant that's owned by white people for this recipe that's owned by an Italian man. That's a, a reflection of stereotypes of your culture at you, et cetera, et cetera. And These people Darius from New Orleans <laughs> moved to New Jersey. While this monologue is happening, you see three teens eating Popeyes, and one of them yeah. starts like, humping his backpack. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and then. When he's going to make them eat the fish, then Darius love, just bursts in. I love the eat the fugu. <laughs> and then yeah. also, he go, yeah, the fish, just like fish. holding it up like, so eat the fugu. And then also lock the doors. Yeah, lock the doors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to make them have it. Lock the doors. Explaining that when Queen and Slim opened, tons oh, yeah. of people were here, which is such a good pull of Queen and Slim, a movie that I forgot existed. Um but yeah, just like there were so many people there, and then after 15 minutes, no one was there, and all of the letterbox reviews were this brother selling poisoned fish. Not of the letterbox reviews, but the, sorry, uh, <laughs> the uh, Yelp reviews. I said letterbox because Queen and Slim. Yeah, um, he saw poisoned fish, and then Darius fish. bursts in and get on his stolen pink Maserati and grabs and them all to go with him. Uh, an absolutely fantastic appearance of him just Incredible. running in, punching cutting the on the action, just <laughs> punching the one guy. And then, or he, he opens up the door, pushes the one guy that's trying to lock it, and then just punches the dude. He has no idea as to why he should punch this guy, but he is correct to do so. It is absolutely delightful. He screams, get in my pink Maserati, and everyone gets in it. They're driving away. They start doing donuts. He already has Popeyes in the car for everyone. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. Like, it becomes a Popeyes ad in the way that they are all, like, lovingly eating it. Man, we don't it's, have that shit here. You don't have Popeyes? Not within, like, 12 miles of here. Whoa! Like, I, don't know if there are any, I don't know if there are any in the city limits. When I was in Chicago last, I was like, maybe that's one of the places we should hit up. Like, I was like, there or Culver's were two places where I'm like... I do like having a Culver's every once in a while in the Midwest. <laughs> this is Did you know the, the white person, the white version of of Atlanta that's just called like Madison or whatever, uh, and which has this exact same final episode, but it's about a Culver's. Um, did you know that Queen and Slim is based on an idea by James Frey, the guy, the liar guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. Also, Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, I was like, is test. it based on a thing that he claims that he did? Like, is the just as an original idea? Good for uh, him. I don't even remember what he lied about. He's, he's the liar guy. It was his memoir about doing drugs and recovering or something like that. This episode starts with that song, that Lift Yourself song, and I'm really sad that I thought of the fucking Kanye West version, you know, the one that samples it. Poopity Scoop? Yeah. It, like, literally in my head, it was like, Poopity Scoop, Scoopity Poop, <laughs> Poopity Scoop, De Poop, after that. And I was like, that sounds like a lovely song on its own <laughs> that I should know. You know, more than Kanye's horrible thing. You know what I'm talking about, right, Ian? Yeah, uh, yeah. The the original song is Liberty by Amnesty. Yeah, thank um, you. I, that's what I was checking. Anyway, they take the Popeyes back to Alfred's house, have a laugh, yeah. and then Darius is like, well, this is all happening in my dream. And they're like... <laughs> they're like, where'd you get the card? And he's like, oh, no. I stole the card. Did I not tell you that part <laughs> about it? Yeah, it's stolen. It's cool. Is that, yeah, they it's, think it's, he's I, doing it's, a bit, and they're like... No, we're your and then real like, friends. Oh no, he he believes this, um, but oh, uh, fuck. because we they were also to talk about 
the brief other time he woke up and there's the guy saying 35 minutes uh, right, and then 30 minutes <laughs> 30 and getting really really small sorry that's my favorite that episode good. I forgot also, it yeah, no, it is good that, I like that one because that, that was also the, the moment when I laughed out loud while I was having a conversation <laughs> with somebody 35 minutes yeah oh, and then he's like I thought you could told me that I couldn't I couldn't get upside down or couldn't get you know upside down in this or whatever <laughs> I couldn't go face never down never seen he's it like, before I've never seen it before <laughs> ah, and then yeah that, that all happens and then when he does finally actually maybe really wake up he's alone in the in there which right right uh, right also scary and then goes and steals the maserati supposedly yeah it seemingly anyway but yeah he's like this is all a dream they disagree with him on whether they're all in his dream and have been in his dream the whole time which suggests perhaps the whole show is darius's dream which again doesn't matter because sure. darius isn't real he's a then, fictional character created by donald glover thank uh, you. and probably stephen glover <laughs> and others um played by the keith stanfield and they all go to smoke and he's watching Judge Judy, and we just get his face as he watches Judge Judy as he breaks into a smile, and the series is over. And it's a good show. It's a great show. Yeah, it's a good show. The show was good. I'll yeah. watch more. Yeah. It is It is interesting to basically be like, yeah, we don't really have a main character there. Um, I really like that the finale is a Darius episode. Like, I, I didn't expect that. Like, obviously, Ern is in it, but, like... It, I was like, oh, wow, this is so fascinating that this is clearly a Darius episode. Yeah, and they, they the explanation on it kind of was they were talking about, like, you know, Stephen Glover and Hiram Murai were like, yeah, you know, we felt like there was closure in the earlier parts of the season, so we're like, let's just do a normal episode. Um, and they were like, you know, Darius was the one uh, that had been the perspective for that they really enjoyed doing. And then... Um, the Judge Judy thing was there was a, a meme of thick Judge Judy and they were like, well, let's ask Judge Judy if she'll let us do this. And she said, yes, you can use my my image to do this. What was the uh, plot right. description of this episode? Because they also, this was a show that we did goofy like bits in the plot description. And this one was like, I always hated um, this show, but I'm going to miss it or something like that. Yeah, it was something to that effect. Like the episode before, like episode nine or whatever that season is like, they always doing some shit to Paperboy here, <laughs> making him go through some shit. <laughs> Which is uh, a universal truth of many television programs is uh, they're always making they're always doing shit to these people or making him do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was you all know a dream. What? As much as I hated you the show, what? as I much think as I hated the sh- yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? As much as I hated the show, I think I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, they're always making Paperboy go through something. While yep. I, while first I was, episode's description. While I was looking at at just first stuff for this show, uh, I saw a take that was really funny. That was like. It was like, uh, in my mind, the reveal isn't whether or not it's Darius's dream. It's whether or not in the real world of Atlanta, Judge Judy is thick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. It would fit on a show that also where, where Justin Bieber is black. Yeah. Uh, and one of those things. Um, uh, Alexander Skarsgård is a cannibal. Yep. That All happens. That. But that's Atlanta. That's quite an episode. Yep. That is Atlanta. There is not any other show like it, I would say. It is one of one. Yeah. And I, it's pretty enjoyable. So highly recommend on this one. What, what, other, what other shows are there that are just the name of a city in America? There's got to be. A, just the name a, of just a city? Just the name of a city. Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, that's probably the biggest one. Beverly Hills 90210. 
but that's with a zip code. Yeah, that has a zip code because there's yeah, like okay. hot in Cleveland. There's fucking Miami Vice, Port- Portland, Portland Boston Legal, Portland with an yeah at the end. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did you do that like it was Colin Malloy? Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. That was your Colin Malloy impression. Nashville, a show that we've covered oh, before. Yeah, there's that one. That is we, true. It's not even our first <laughs> one that we've done. Nashville's, uh, that's a good uh, There's probably other ones where it's like, oh, right, that's a city, and I just am not thinking of them at all. But, yeah, no, that's Atlanta. And next week, it's a me pick, right? It is yes. a you pick, Ian. Well, um... We're gonna, we're gonna. Unfortunately, we're coming to an end of the Georgia time, uh, the Georgia uh, duology. Uh, and next week, we will be covering Brune. That German? This <laughs> is my favorite bit. Brune. I guess you are going to answer my questions before you. We do that. What was your question? Well, sorry? you know, you shouldn't, because that's the part of the thing is the thirty seconds or whatever. So who wants to? Who wants to do thirty seconds on Brune? I can, I guess. Well, you did Daijungai. I did. So, my new favorite bit of just saying the name of the television program in its original language and then having you guys come up with television shows based on that. I think it's Steven's mm. turn. Are you good with that, Steven? Sure. All right. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me everything you think you know about the television program Brune starting now. Uh, Brune is a TV show that takes place in Florida. Uh, where there is an FBI agent who uh, is being let know that he uh, is getting pruned, which means uh, he's no longer going to be an FBI agent anymore, and he's being sent to <laughs> Germany. Uh, he, he got his prune notice. Um, <laughs> Fuck and, you. <laughs> uh, That's time. <laughs> Uh, no, of course, we will be watching the Swedish-Danish co-production Brune, otherwise known as The Bridge. Yeah, that's what I thought this was. A television program... <laughs> <laughs> Steven has quit. <laughs> We're going to watch a show that Ian and I watched some episodes of the American version of. Uh, yeah, so we will, be, um, we will be covering the Swedish-Danish co-production about a murder that occurs, uh, about a bo- about a, a murder investigation on a body found at the midpoint of the bridge that uh, locks the, uh, that connects the two nations. Uh, I'm pretty excited to get into some Nordic noir, and uh, can't wait to talk about that and its many spinoffs. So, thank you for listening. Thank, thanks to Matt for his wonderful production work week in week out. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, do all of those things. Steven, can you bring us home? I'll fetch you some tea in the tea room while you relax in the tea room. <laughs>